Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. Today is the second, mm, pretty much, well, well it's the first it's, full it's the first week, week of November. November. Yeah. It's the week of Veterans Day, though, which is uh, an important holiday. Week of your birthday as well. That's not an important holiday. <laughs> <laughs> week of Veterans Day, which is an important holiday because um, we should remember those people that uh, gave their all for us yes we and we were as we we told y'all last week we were in uh, france on vacation the prior week and got to go to normandy and as good of a reminder as any about i mean about veterans yeah, and, and yeah. the importance of it it was a yeah. uh, a very sobering reminder um also this week uh the mm. midterm election corrections or whatever it's going to be called <laughs> i'm not sure what it is um but um I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, we as we we are actually uh, this is pre-recorded. We are actually out of town this week. We are up in Connecticut on a business meeting, and so we can't speak on the results of the election because uh, when we're taping this, uh, we don't know. We also can't comment on whether George passed his CFP exam. Yes, because, because we I, don't we are out of town. We uh, which is uh, why I which is why I led the show last week because I <laughs> don't know if I passed right now or not. Uh, so now we tell you all the things we, we can do. talk about. <laughs> yes. Let's tell you who we are. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I am George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a CFP. I may be a CFP by now, but I can't legally call myself that yet. Um, We uh, are a registered investment advisory firm in Aiden. An independent. Independent registered investment advisory firm. Thank you. That's important. Aiden's right outside of Greenville, North Carolina. Our phone number, 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. Um, you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, that's www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate through. It has our contact information. If you'd like an appointment with us, uh, has our calendar, has our physical location. And, um, let me see here. It has links to YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has our upcoming event, which our next big event is our Christmas party, December the 10th, in which George and I will make a fashion statement as we always have with our Christmas. Uh, attire. New York Fashion Week is jealous of our Christmas party. Yeah. I'll just say that. I, well, that's true, yeah. And last but not least, uh, the podcast Taking Care of Business is there, So, or actually a link to it. Taking Care of Business, the used to be radio show, is now a podcast. Well, I guess it's still a radio show, but... It's archived as a podcast. Yeah, archived as a podcast on 19 different platforms, so if you uh, miss a show and want to hear it, that's the place to go do it. I will cover everything. I believe we have any any thoughts on the. Uh, I know again, this is we're we're recording from the past. Any thoughts on the upcoming elections uh, b- before believe, before they happen? Uh, well, everything is interestingly enough. All the the pundits are very interesting. The pundits are saying that the Republicans will take the House with a. 24 25 seat majority it's pretty substantial over the last but that the senate is, is a razor is toss, toss up, up yeah, yeah which is fascinating to me how that can be so but i mean how one can be so overwhelming and one be a toss-up and it, it seems like it's i don't know i feel like the senate is usually incredibly close now granted that could just be but that that could just be because uh there's less people in the senate and so and so it, it doesn't take much to be 
so close but yeah. I, I don't know the senate's incredibly important too because uh the senate is the only one that has the authority to name federal judges mm-hmm. or to approve federal judges yep. i should say yeah all right speaking of federal this week we're going to talk about uh something that's really having an impact on the economy and on your pocketbook and that is the rising prime rate um, can, before we get started about interest rates can i ask a question why does jerome powell not think we're in a recession well, and, and, and you may discuss that yeah, but, uh, but, i will but i'll okay. call it jerome powell chairman of the federal reserve board uh does not believe that we're in a recession because the labor market is still fairly strong but that's the only indicator we've got right I'm, now against I'm, the recession i'm not disputing this um i mean it's just it's absolutely crazy that his whole job uh, is to stop is to to take care of this stuff and he's not to me he's not doing that well granted i don't have his expertise or knowledge or education but it is my belief and the belief of a lot of people that because he and indirectly the federal reserve board has refused to acknowledge that we're in a recession we can't get through that they're going to drive us into a recession for sure yeah Yeah. i mean that's kind of what what the prediction is anyway okay um if you look at what the federal reserve board has done in 2022 it's not so much keeping track of the number of times they've raised rates it's how much they've raised how much they have hacked they have hiked the interest rates at five straight meetings and the most since march is that right uh, yes. I think it started at zero in yes. March. And uh, the most active bankers have been, U.S. Central Bank have been since 2005. But what's critical and where the impact is being felt is they're raising interest rates by three quarters of a point. Well, they raised them by three quarters of a point in September for the third time this year. So um, Prime is now in the three to three and a quarter percent range, which is the high since 2008. Now, remember that in March, we were at zero. I also remember that we haven't raised the uh, Federal Reserve Board, hasn't gone at three percentage points in a single year since the 1980s. So the, was it the Carter years? That uh, they did I don't that? know if it was Carter years or not, but it definitely his years were in the 1980s. Yeah, but, yeah. And, 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 and while we talk about this, you know, what, what is the impact of this? Um, it is significant. Um it is my belief, and note I said belief, not not um, factor fact. Yet. Yeah, I think we're going very quickly. Going to be, I think mortgages are probably now in the six or six and a half percent range. Uh, well, I tell you, let me finish this up. Then we'll, then we'll go to to what's what's happened. The feds aren't done yet. Uh, they have signaled plans to lift the rates by another one and a quarter percent before the year is over. Now that's only two months left. Which means they're going to do another... means a half percent one month and 75 basis points in another month. That's going to bring the, the prime to between four and a quarter to four and a half. You're now talking mortgages in the seven to seven and a half to eight percent. And you're talking about, I would say, cars and stuff like that. 10, 11. 10, 11 percent. Yeah. 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 It doesn't... It gets worse. Looking even further... <laughs> The feds are planning to lift rates to four and a half to five percent next year. Now, if you've got a five percent, well, let's let's talk about hardcore. We've got a couple of clients that have SBA loans that are variable loans. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen rate increases this year. 
that uh, precipitated the loan payment of these businesses going up by 45%. If you're a small business and you have a 45% increase in your loan payment, then one of two things has to happen. You're either going to raise your your cost or whatever, your, your prices, I should say, or you're going to yeah. go out of business. Yep. That's the only two choices you have. Yep. Uh, and so uh, professionally, from my perspective, what I'm angry about is that the Federal Reserve Board, because they waited too long to attack this problem. This was totally preventable. It, it, yeah, it is going to drive businesses out of business. Which is going to drive us into a recession. Right. That, well, I mean, that, I mean, it's it's going to, um, I should say, it's going to make it worse. But that, that, I think that's that's what gets me gets get, get what gets us so fired up about this is that this is this could have been preventable, not not inflation, but where we are right now could have easily been preventable if they had just if they had done this last year. You know, we wouldn't have. I don't think we would have prime of three well, they and three and a half. Responded to this, as you say, in twenty twenty one. But they didn't want to do it. They they, they had to give Biden his honeymoon his period. honeymoon period, and and now they've got to fix everything overnight. Um, all the indicate if we're not in a recession, all the indications are this is going to drive us into a recession. Um, now the Federal Reserve Board has one job, and that's to manage inflation. Yeah. And politically, they waited too long to manage this. And folks, let me tell you the impact it's going to be if you've got a credit card. It's going to the highest rate it can be. If you've got any kind of variable loan at all, you're going to get killed. They're going to jack it up. Yep. Um, I think you're going to see things like college loans and that kind of thing are going to skyrocket. Uh, we have not seen interest rates like this. This is this is in, in since the 1980s, it's 40 years, um, and this is going to come all the way down the line because if you don't owe any money. Or you don't owe any variable money, I should say. Then it's easy to say, "Well, this isn't going to affect me." I mean, I, I don't, I don't owe any money. I don't have any. You know, I've got a, a fixed mortgage. All right, let's take George. George's been trying to buy a house for a year. Uh, when he started looking at houses, the interest rate was three and a half, four percent. But the prices were sky yeah. high. Yeah. Now we're looking at a nine percent rate interest rate. Um, we're trying to build new office buildings for our new offices. And all of a sudden, materials have exploded again. Not to mention the interest rate is going to be substantially higher when we build this building. So we may just wait. So that's another job the contractor doesn't have. Another, you know, that another, the guy swinging the hammer doesn't have a job now. You know, that kind of thing. Um, The thing I don't understand, and and granted again, let me just say, I do not have the knowledge of Jerome Powell, so this is... There, there's probably... <clears throat> it's, it's very easy for us to sit here in, in little old Greenville or little old Aiden and berate the Federal Reserve Board. I'm sure there's a lot more that goes into this than we realize, and that we and, and I'm sure they have a lot more information than we do regarding this stuff. Well, which I'm sure it's not as simple as we think. Yeah. Powell is saying they were not in a recession because uh, between June and August, employers added an average of 378,000 jobs. Uh, even with the interest rates going up, they're still adding jobs hand over foot. Are they, uh, and, and let me ask this, and, and this is a truly a, a, a 
curiosity question. Are they adding jobs or are these jobs coming back from the pandemic? Uh, that's, that's unknown. Although I will say this, one of the significant statistics, which was good, that uh, 39% of the workers reported receiving a, I'm sorry, 61% of workers reported receiving a better paying job or a pay raise. Uh, which was substantially better than 2000, 2021, 2019, 2018. Uh, but this survey also suggests that we're in a vicious inflationary cycle. So they have and to. And that even though they got a pay raise. It didn't matter. It's not keeping up with, with, with what um, uh, cost of living is. Yeah, I mean. If, now, hold on a second. Oh, sorry. So this could force employees to say, I got to have more money. So employers raise payroll by raising payroll they have to pay they have to lift prices to cover it now this is what inflation is folks so um it's 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 kind of a uh, kind of a double-edged sword uh the only way to fix this is to you heard the phrase cool the economy off and the only way to cool the economy down is to hurt people Mm-hmm. There's there's no way around it. Um, I guess if Powell sees the job market start slowing down, maybe he'll be satisfied that we're um, in a recession by that point. I guess. Um, I just I just don't know what what else, what it's going to take, and and how much how much pain are we going to have to go through before. I guess before they admit it and before things start to get better. Well, I was, when I was researching this for this for the show, I was, I won't say fascinated. Maybe I was stunned by it. Um, there, there's a measuring stick called the neutral rate of interest. I've never heard of this before. And when, what the neutral rate of interest is, once you're above that, each increase above that level starts to actively cool the economy instead of just taking stimulus away from it. All right, that makes sense. They didn't hit that until September. Mm. So they have not... They've just started. Just started cooling the economy down. Um, So... They became aware of the problem. Well, we became aware of the problem last year. But anyway, they started to address it in March. But even then, it took them six months to... Just uh, to get in front of the snowball. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're saying that hopefully this will make 2023 less of a vicious year because they've, they've put so much emphasis on 2022. Now, again, it goes back to your definitions. If we go into 2023 <clears throat> with extremely high interest rates, it looks like that's what's going to happen. That's a bad year. Yeah, that, that that's not a good and, year. <laughs> and just because they don't raise them as much in 2023 doesn't, doesn't make, make it a, a good, good year. year. Yeah. yeah. Here's my fear. And Jordan and I have talked about this. Um, not fear, just here's what I think is going to happen. When I was a kid, a normal mortgage was five and a half, six percent That was sustainable. That was standard mortgage. Yeah. I think we're going back to those days. I think the days of a one and two percent mortgage are gone. Um, I, I mean, I just think that's over with. Well, you you said the other day we were talking about this, or a couple of weeks ago, that uh, that nobody can make money off of a one or two percent mortgage. 
that the, it's great for the consumer, but in the in terms of a of, a, of an economy and business. Nobody can make money off of one or, or a, a, that low of a mortgage rate, and so even though five or six percent doesn't is not doesn't sound good, that's comfortable, that's sustainable, that's what keeps well, an economy going. It doesn't sound good because we're not used because we're to not it. used to it. There's yeah. nothing, yeah. There's nothing inherently wrong with yeah. that. We're just not used to that. Yeah. Now here's the problem. <clears throat> Excuse me. Consumer prices have been more than three times higher than two and a half percent for the last eight months, which means what they've done with interest rates hasn't done anything yet. So prices have gone up more than they've raised rates. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're which, not at that, which, ne- which is inflation. That yeah. We're not at that neutral point yet. Um, so you make it well in theory, you're at the neutral point in September. Yeah. But remember that it make it even more complicated. It takes about a year for the higher interest rates time to filter into the economy. Yeah. Cause the economy is about a year behind of, mm-hmm. of, of what's of the changes that are mm-hmm. being made. So that makes it difficult. So we won't know the impact until this time next year, theoretically. So if they raise the rate too much, I was going to say, is there a concern that maybe they got a, they got too uh, too gun shy and pulled the trigger too many times? Well, I mean, it's, you, you just don't know. I mean, there's there, there's an equal fear if we don't get ahead of this and raise interest rates, the economy's going to collapse. Not literally collapse, but anyway, we're going to go into a recession. Yeah. On the other hand, if we go if we're too aggressive. Then next year, this time, we may have a much slower economy than we should have because we were too aggressive. And and nobody knows that. Remember, the feds were balancing um, inflation, recession, economy, and that ain't easy. Their job is incredibly difficult. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm just disappointed in them because they waited. They waited. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right now, fears of recession are everywhere. Um, the 10 year Treasury yield has been trading below the two-year rate since July 6th. This is a, a major recession indicator. That's what we call an inverted yield, yep. where people are you people, got it. people want a shorter you, term. You got it. I learned that. S&P 500 is down nearly 23% this year. Um, so, all right, we're doing this doom and gloom. What does this mean? <laughs> What does this mean for you? What should we do? I I, I think it's I, I don't think there's any question we're going to go into a recession if we're not already in it. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that inflation is going to be hitting us for another couple of years. Uh, and folks, you can say, well, it's because of COVID. Certainly, it started there, but it's because of the and I'll just say it's because of the monetary policies of of the people that are in charge right now. Um. So how do you adjust for this? Uh, and my Pennsylvania friends, if you're listening, I apologize for that, but that's well, just my belief. No, I mean that, that's just the the numbers yeah. and the and the the facts are there. We we did not have this problem with the previous administration. We have a new administration. The only thing that changed was who's in charge. Yep. I mean that's that's just a fact. Yeah. But anyway. All right. So how do you adjust for this? All right. First of all, the logical thing: pay down your debt. Yep. Um. If you have a variable rate loan. Get rid of it. Get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I just can't emphasize that enough. Boost your emergency savings and find the best place for your cash. Now, this is kind of one of the oxymorons here is that, or one of the paradoxes, I should say, is that, again, when I was young and interest, uh, a mortgage was five or six percent, savings account were paying three and a half, four percent interest. 
that ain't going to happen. It's never going to happen again. So there's really no place, no port in the storm. We are seeing some 12-month CDs now that are three, three and a quarter. Which is not bad. But that locks your money up for 12 months, um, which may or may yeah, may not be a problem. But, uh, you know, but you just got to think about that. But pay off your debt, boost your emergency savings. Uh, there really is no way to recession-proof your financing. But here's the bottom line, and we've talked this a thousand times. If you have an appropriate financial plan, then you're going to be fine. Now, does that mean your portfolio won't go down? Of course not. Uh, we've got a gentleman right now that's an older gentleman, older client of ours in his 70s. Um, he is extremely annoyed right now because his, even though the market's down 23%, his portfolio is down 1%. Now, his portfolio is down 1% because of his age. We've made it extremely conservative. So he's not getting hammered because we don't have time to rebuild it with because of his age. I bet your portfolio is not down one percent, is it? Uh, last I checked, one was down uh, ten, and the other one was down about nine or ten. But again, when I set this stuff up, I knew that they were going to be over over my lifetime, over my working lifetime, my investing my investing lifetime. I knew there were probably going to be. At le- probably at least four recessions during my during my lifetime while I'm actively investing, while I'm actively putting money in. And so when I put when I set this stuff up, I set it up as a long term goal. I so and I set it up with the ter- with the the goal of I'm putting this money in. I don't care what it does over the next one year, two year, even the next ten years. I don't care what it does because I'm playing the long term here. All this to say, when you when you set up a portfolio, when your person set, develops a designs a portfolio, puts it into play for you, it should factor in good years, bad years, and otherwise. So a year like this year should be nothing more than a bump in the road. Now it should be a a an annoying bump in the road, but it should not be a brick wall in the road. It should be a speed bump. So when you're meeting with your person, make sure you ask them how have, how have we prepared for this? Have you factored this stuff in? Well, two things. Not only have you factored this in the mar- down market, but have you also factored in that uh, hopefully after I retire, I'm going to live 25 years. Is my income going to continue to increase? Because After of I'm retired yeah. because of inflation. Yeah. Um, my, I mean, I'm a little bit older than George. I'm 60, well, 62 still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, um, well, depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, so my, my, uh, my portfolio is down probably 5%, 6%. Um, don't like it, but it does not impact my ability to retire. And that's what, um, that's the whole point. Our show last week talking about being a financial planner. That's what we're talking about is we we're factoring in all the different scenarios. And our goal, if you're here for it to retire, our goal is to get you to retirement. Uh, is not to go, not to get you the highest return possible because if we're going for the highest return possible and we have a year like this, a year before you retire, you may not be able to retire. That's the difference between a plan and just shooting from the hip and just investing. Yeah. So, um, are we um, are we bulletproof from a recession? No. No. Um, but the financial planning that we do takes into account there's going to be recessions. There'll be re- there was recessions under a Democrat administration right now. There'll be recessions in a Republican administration. That's just the, that's the nature of the beast. Um, 
And your planning should reflect that. You're George's age, 27, you don't care. You're my age, 62, you care. You care. And so you're, you're building your plan and your portfolio to reflect that. 62, I owe very little debt, none of which is variable. Um, my investments are very conservative. <coughs> and if this inflation goes on for another two or three years, other than really irritating the snot out of me, I can still retire. You haven't made any major changes. But know. if you've got somebody that is 60 years old that's lost – 17% of their portfolio because somebody put them in a super aggressive thing, they may not be able to retire. And uh, I mean, that's, that's the whole point of this. The inflation, the interest rates are going to go up. We're not through with this yet. Um, and I hope that you've got an age appropriate retirement plan or age appropriate financial plan to where it's already been adjusted uh, or it's been planned on that. There's going to be some bad years. That's, I mean, there are. No matter what, no matter who's in charge, there's going to be some bad years. Now, this has been uh, exacerbated because we just came off COVID, and it's been exacerbated. And I'll just say it because the party in power now uh, put their ideology ahead of the ahead of the national economy, and they did many many foolish things. Continue to do foolish things without any concern about the impact on the national economy and that's what we're dealing with now uh, not unique to that party but right behind covid we didn't need it if we can help you uh if you just disagree want to argue about it <laughs> give us a call at 252-746-6785 again 252-746-6785 hear the music in the air so gotta run i appreciate y'all letting us visit with you today hope you have a great rest of the week Look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and perspectives for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.